Most people have heard of the fast food company McDonald's, but have you ever heard of rock and roll McDonald's? That's right, in Chicago, Illinois, there was once a massive McDonald's restaurant bordered by Ohio, Ontario, Clark, and LaSalle streets with a rock and roll theme. It had an enormous seating capacity and many exhibits for the public. These exhibitions featured rock and roll icons, McDonald's history, Chicago history, and various pop culture artifacts from recent decades. The restaurant was widely popular and frequented by hundreds, if not thousands, of people daily. The Rock and Roll McDonald's was considered a Chicago landmark and recommended for tours and students' trips to the city. So the odds were that if you were a Chicago resident or even resided in the nearby suburbs, you had absolutely heard of Rock and Roll McDonald's. Surprisingly though, the original restaurant was torn down and rebuilt once in 2005. It was made even bigger and more visually striking than ever, but by the time the rebuilding was done, it had taken up a whole city block and paid respect to the nostalgic atmosphere of its predecessor. For a time, Rock and Roll McDonald's was the busiest, most profitable McDonald's in the entire United States. However, in 2017, the building was torn down once again and rebuilt in 2018 with the intent to separate it from its gaudy rock and roll roots completely. The Rock and Roll McDonald's was stripped of what made it unique and significant in the hearts of many. But why? Why would this beloved Chicago landmark be removed? Stay tuned to find out, as today we discover Chicago's lost Rock and Roll McDonald's. I'm your host, Ryan Sokash, and you're watching It's History. Let's start at the beginning, when Dick and Mac McDonald opened the first ever McDonald's in San Bernardino, California in 1948. After just a few years of operation in 1954, the California restaurant was visited by Oak Park salesman Ray Kroc, who later became the brother's franchising agent. In 1955, Kroc opened the first official restaurant in the McDonald's franchise in Des Plaines, Illinois. On opening day, the restaurant was such a hit that customers had to place orders outside in the cold because there was nowhere to sit. After a week, sales were up over 800% and the restaurant had made its place. Following this hit success, McDonald's quickly became one of the world's largest fast food franchises. The franchise became known for the tagline QSC in 1957 for quality, service, and cleanliness. Ultimately, Roy Kroc bought out McDonald's Brothers shares for complete control of the McDonald's company in 1961. Franchise mascot Ronald McDonald debuted in 1963, two years before McDonald's stock went public. Then, McDonald's opened its first international branches in Canada and Puerto Rico in 1967. The company officially hit $1 billion worth of sales in 1972. From the 60s through to the 80s, the McDonald's menu began introducing some of its most iconic food items, such as the Big Mac, the Quarter Pounder, the Happy Meals, and the Chicken McNuggets. Today, McDonald's is the largest restaurant chain in the world, with over 47 million customers daily and restaurants in 119 different countries. In 1983, McDonald's opened its first flagship restaurant in Chicago, located at 600 North Clark Street. The restaurant quickly earned the name, The Rock and Roll McDonald's, because of its unique theme, 
The red and yellow building had two stories of seating and was the first McDonald's to have a two-lane drive-through. It had leather seating and televisions and was full of rock and roll memorabilia. The restaurant was filled with different memorabilia from various musical icons over the years. Although the rock and roll contents of the restaurant mainly focused on the effects of Elvis Presley and the Beatles, there were references to many different rock icons out to admire. There was also a museum on the upper level featuring the history of McDonald's, as well as a separate exhibit about Chicago's history and pop culture of the past decades. The combined restaurant, museum, shows, and enormous parking lot took up an entire city block. Rock and Roll McDonald's was open for business 24-7. It was one of the chain's busiest restaurants during its operation in the 90s, and there was always an underlying sentiment of ambition here, given that it was the third most popular McDonald's in the United States when in 2004 it was torn down only to be improved upon. You see, the building was torn down as a part of a plan for a large-scale renovation. The company stated in a press release in the Chicago Tribune that they had, quote, some inspiring ideas for the Rock and Roll McDonald's site, and it would be a great destination for tourists. And from everything said about the plans for the new building, it was clear that the company executives were hoping to turn it into a sort of tourist mecca. However, there was some public controversy here you see, during the planning and construction phase of the new building, the plans for the new design were ridiculed in the paper as being just as garish and awful as the surrounding scenery. Others described it as being, quote, stuck in a theme park stupor. Three other potential designs were considered for the new Rock and Roll McDonald's, but the one chosen was the most visibly retro. The move caught flack as being stuck to the restaurant's roots and purely fueled by a desire to try and profit off nostalgia from the previous building's look. After all, as well-liked as the last structure had been, no one was arguing that it looked particularly beautiful. I mean, seriously, have a look at this structure. Would you want this to be next to your fancy Chicago condominium? Well, apparently the yuppies of 2004 didn't think so. The general consensus was that the McDonald's company's desire to stick to their old look and their need for more space was clashing and creating an overall effect that failed to impress. It would also seem that the company didn't want to take risks with their local constituents. Hence, the local city board arised concerns that if the expansion of space wasn't carefully negotiated, it could interfere with the surrounding roads and sidewalks. Despite all this noise about the many ways that the changes to the beloved, if not out of date, local landmarks were failing to deliver, construction still went ahead as planned. The renovated restaurant had its grand reopening in 2005 and was the site for celebrating the 50th anniversary of that first restaurant opening in Des Plaines. When the construction was completed, the Rock and Roll McDonald's reopening celebration was attended by notable public figures such as Elton John and Colin Powell. The newly renovated McDonald's building was 24,000 square feet and had many grand windows at 800 pounds apiece. What's more, this new building had 60-foot-tall golden arches, a parking lot that could fit up to 65 cars, and a dining area that could seat 300 people. 
three times the amount of a regular McDonald's. There were massive plasma screen TVs for the patrons and replicas of famous furniture for them to sit in while they enjoyed their Big Macs. The second floor was home to a cafe meant to rival Starbucks, serving custom coffees, gelato ice cream, and pastries. The building added two green roofs to give customers outdoor seating with a view. Of course, to properly maintain all these extra services, Rock and Roll McDonald's was also more expensive than the other, less famous locations nearby. The museum now also featured a history of this specific McDonald's throughout the years, with highlights such as the old uniforms, discontinued Happy Meal toys, and pictures of what the restaurant used to look like at different stages of its existence. The general culture exhibits had items on display like an 8-track, an Elmo doll, and all the same Beatles and Elvis paraphernalia, rock and roll guitars, and a 1950s Corvette named Peggy Sue. Well, this version of Rock and Roll McDonald's was open, the restaurant officially managed to become the busiest McDonald's in the country, which, as you'll see in a moment, was a triumph that wouldn't last forever. After the 2005 renovations, the restaurant's designers tried to maintain the rock and roll theme to pay homage to the intent of the original architects. However, the rock and roll exhibits were moved to a separate outdoor pavilion, no longer kept within the restaurant itself. A greater emphasis was instead placed on the history of McDonald's and the advertising of the McDonald's brand, meaning that as the corporate aspect of the fast food restaurant was played up, the rock and roll theme that had drawn in so many customers began to be pushed aside. Around that time, the 2010s, the rock and roll McDonald's foot traffic dropped as its popularity began to wane. In 2017, the building was once again torn down for renovation. This time, however, the designers were given many different priorities. Instead of the bright, almost garish decorations that had defined the restaurant's style before, the company executives told the designers to focus on a more modern, minimalist look. The new building was designed with natural, more discreet colors, lots of glass and lighting, and a heavy emphasis on being environmentally friendly to match the company's new public direction. Explicit instructions were given not to include the same nostalgic aspects that had characterized the renovated version of 2005. When the newly designed version of Rock and Roll McDonald's had its grand reopening in 2018, the building had only one level of seating instead of the original two. It was also smaller in square footage. Self-serve kiosks and solar panels were added to modernize the building further. The rock and roll theme had also been completely abandoned. The pavilion where all the rock and roll memorabilia was stored had been completely demolished during the renovations. All items contained within were moved to a private collection to be dealt with later. The rock and roll McDonald's was rock and roll no more. But how could this be? Why would suburban school kids be denied a visit to the best McDonald's on earth? The redesign of the Rock and Roll McDonald's was part of a more significant wave of activity from the giant corporation. The McDonald's company planned to remodel all 14,000 of their American restaurants to make each one an experience of the future. The Desplaines McDonald's, store number one, housed in the same building as the first McDonald's franchise restaurant, was also scheduled for demolition in 2017 
as a part of this same movement to leave the company's past behind. Still, even as the chain that owns what was once a famous Chicago attraction moved to leave it in the past, the Rock and Roll McDonald's is remembered fondly by many people, native Chicagoans and tourists alike, who used to visit. But don't take my word for it, it's a notion perhaps put best in the lyrics, or might I say poetry, of our late Chicago musician Wesley Willis, an artist whose songs are characterized by absurd, eccentric imagery and themes. He sang, McDonald's is the place to rock. It is a restaurant where they buy food to eat. It's a place to listen to the music. People flock here to get down to the rock music. Rock and roll McDonald's. I can attest to this as I lived in Chicago during that time frame and remember seeing Wesley Willis in the streets around that McDonald's frequently. I even had the pleasure of seeing him perform this classic hit when he opened for the band Local H at the Metro. My mistake was not realizing how legendary the song would become. In 1995, Wesley immortalized his special place in a song titled Rock and Roll McDonald's, which has since become known as the restaurant's unofficial theme song. It also warrants noting that the song covers the harmful effects of most of the fast food franchises offering, singing, McDonald's will make you fat. They serve Big Macs. They serve quarter pounders. They will put pounds on you. And perhaps the artist was ahead of his time in this type of thinking, as the song is Wesley Willis's best known work and was featured in a documentary film from 2004 called Supersize Me. Overall, the musical piece is centered on a fond reminiscence of one of Chicago's best places to rock, which is a notion most of us Chicagoans probably agree upon. Rock and Roll McDonald's spent years on lists of recommended tourist destinations in Chicago, a must-see spot. Its location is near one of the major expressways leading into the city and was a landmark that hundreds of tourists passed by every day. One writer by the name of David Buck, while discussing the total overhaul in 2018, recounts childhood memories of the museum, loving all the discontinued toys and seeing all of the commercials. There are countless stories in Chicago newspapers of birthday parties, school trips, and first dates that took place in this very special Chicago restaurant. Even if the building has been visually severed from its roots, Rock and Roll McDonald's was a deep part of Chicago culture for many years, which is, in a way, a tale not dissimilar to the town's lost Great Railway Terminal, a story you can learn more about by clicking right here. And please consider subscribing or joining our members area to support the channel. Until next time, this is Ryan Sokash, signing off.